Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Cast, Season 3, Episode 18, presented by Primalex Hockey and DraftKings, and we are part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Kat Hunter. And before we get going into regularly scheduled programming, um, we did want to take a second and offer our condolences for the family and friends of Adam Johnson, who tragically passed away from a freak accident in their game uh, last night. Um, Things like this are hard to hear in the hockey community. Um, Not something that happens very often, but when it does, it's really heartbreaking and gut-wrenching for the entire community. Uh, We here at the Surgecast were heartbroken hearing the news. So um, I hope uh, his family and friends, his teammates, coaches, coaching staff, anybody who knew him are um, taking the time to grieve as necessary. Um, And uh, rest in peace, Adam Johnson. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We just and, strongly, yeah. strongly encouraged. I mean, there's no need to see what happened. It's just a freak accident, and we're very sad to hear about it. Um, just offer condolences, all like prayers, thoughts, all of that for all of his former teammates, his his teammates that he was with last night, the players that were there, the people opponents, yeah, who who opponents, had to people witness that, that were directly yeah. impacted. Yeah. Um, there's nothing to it. It 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 just is something that happened, and it's so unfortunate, and it's just hard to process. But um, as people that are on the outside, we can only be wishing well and mm-hmm. just keeping up the thoughts and prayers, and remind reminding ourselves that as much as we joke about this as a game with men that get with knife, knives on their feet, it is can it can be a very yeah. dangerous sport. Um, yeah. So we just want to acknowledge that and uh, just take a moment for them. Yep. Definitely, yeah, definitely keeping the Nottingham Panthers and, you know, our thoughts and prayers. And, of course, you know, the Wilkes-Barre Scaring Penguins and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, who Johnson did play for, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So just keeping, you know, everyone in, who's played with him or coached him or who knew him in those organizations as well. And, of course, like I said, with Nottingham and everyone over at the Elite League uh, out there in the, in the uh, United Kingdom. And just a reminder to everybody, any, anybody and everybody who does touch the sport, um, in a way, um, things like this do happen. So please play safely, be aware. Um, and yeah, remember to have fun with it, but also remember what can come of that kind of thing. Cause no one, no one should go that way playing and doing something they love. No, hundred percent. Um, so now going back to our regularly scheduled programming, uh, the Hurricanes came home finally after that little bit six, of good news. Yeah, that six game, fifteen day road trip, which was uh, was a road trip. That was that, <laughs> that was, it was. That was it was. <laughs> it, it, it definitely was a road trip. They were not home, and we felt it. <laughs> Yep, uh, the home cooking was definitely felt. It was a lot. It was very nice. Uh, I know last Sunday was me and Bailey. We kind of touched the road trip, kind of talked, looking forward to the lightning game, which. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> for uh, first shutout, first shutout of the season, Jan uh, Johansson just goalied us. Yeah. So. I, I will say, as somebody who used to watch him out here in Loveland, heck of a game for the guy. 
Yeah. Great, yeah. great job on his part. He absolutely deserved that. Yep. So unfortunately, a lot of point streaks and game streaks and anything else you can think of were all snapped that night. So, yep. mm-hmm. um, but to be so in- close to home, but so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, Florida's not home. Like we're, we were back on our coast, but it's not home. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so the boys didn't get back. Unfortunately, we, there's a lot of guys who were still out for that game. Um, yep. so we had a lot of Dylan Coggan came up, you know, had some recalls, had some interesting line combinations. I uh, will say since we recorded last two, we got a little bit more information on Brett Pesci and yep, two, all to four, of that. So two, two to four weeks. Uh, yep. he did have a successful surgery, um, undisclosed lower body injury, uh, wishing best recovery wise for him, but that does hurt us a little bit. Now, with that said, we saw some good defense the past, what? I'm not. Back to back. I'm not upset with Orlov and Shea. I'm not upset with him. Mm -hmm. I'm not upset with it. I think we've seen enough of seven and 77. I don't think that should be together ever again. That is an absolute travesty. Dumpster fire. And it's it's just, it's. (laughs) It's just because, like we said before, every player that is on an off- offensive powerhouse in the defense, they've always done really well when they've been paired with our key defenseman, of course, Jacob Slade. I'm sorry, but Brent Burns has claimed him, so we can't put anyone else with him. <laughs> yeah. We, putting 77 and 7 together, which is I never going to work in my books because Orlov is learning the system. You can see it by the way he does a lot of other things. I think I mentioned before in the game, uh, we're in there. Like we very much keep the zone. Um, mm-hmm. He will pass it out of the zone and reset more often than he does keep it sometimes. And that's just not our game strategy. Um, Cause we're kind of like, keep it in the zone and like, just honestly suffocate the other team until they have to ice it or a mistake happens. And their cues together. I mean, Tony knows the system. I know, he probably has to relearn it at some after the flyers, but they're both so offensively minded that it's just, it wasn't going to be a good pairing. Um, I think Chatfield covers for Tony very well. And I think Shay covers for Orlov very well. Um, Shay might not be able to pinch as much as he can when he's with Pesci, but I wasn't upset with these pairings. Even though I was upset that we'd be losing Pesci that long. And I also hate it for the guy because he was having, a good start to the season. It's a very impactful season for him because there's going to be decisions that need to be made next year. And I mean, I'm for one wanting him to stay with the team forever. (laughs) Uh, I don't really like him being out on injury because then you can also see what it's like without him. And I don't want it to look good without him because I don't want them to say, well, we don't need him when it comes to sign him again. You know, Uh, that's my two thoughts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're looking at probably the end of November when we might get him back. If we're going, I, I think where we it might be closer to the four week stretch, but I think we're probably looking like end of November. I'm thinking if we if we can roll with this defense that we have so far, I don't see a problem in rushing anybody back. No, I mean, and like the fact that you also have like a seventh spot open too. So you know, Coughlin and all that they'll. Get that figured out, even though he did recently just get sent back to Springfield. So, yep. um, 
So we are currently with six defensemen. Which I'm not I'm not mad about. Well, well, no, because like you had to have, you had to open room for another certain player who came back, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. We we, we got to talk about the first half of the back to back at home, um, but real quick on Pesci, yeah, hopefully for help safe recovery for him. Uh, Papa Pesh told Kaylee it's okay. There's no flag. It's not that serious. <laughs> so there's no there's no flag going to be happening for Brett because he's not going to be out long term. So there is that. So, but Brian Pesci just kind of like it's it's cool. It's not that serious. We appreciate it, but no, we don't. We don't need a flag. That's funny. Yeah. So Brian is always just being absolutely amazing. Um, when is he not? So yeah. So the hurricane. The hurricanes came home. They had to play the Kraken, who the previous Thursday probably gave the hurricanes one of their like their. I want to say one of the worst games we've seen in the Brendan Moore era since what the first year that uh, Rod took over the team that for the first three months were kind of a turbulent one. But I think this is probably the that game, not this past Thursday, but Thursday before in Seattle is probably the worst one in a while. But this uh, this past Thursday game, though, you love to see it. The home cooking definitely helped the boys out really, really well. Absolutely. Talk I about there. Justin. It was yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> I can only I can only imagine the vibes and the just the whole night just being there. How electric it had to be just seeing the guys just do what they did. They were down. Well, they were down. It, but it was stressful. Was- it was stressful because you're thinking, all right, we're back home. We've got the home cooking. Like we're all excited. And then you get down, and it's like you know what? Sometimes we get scored on first. I'm still not quite like. I feel like it's classic Canes hockey. But then we gave up the second one and it just was just nonstop stress Um, because you don't want the first game back from the road to be, especially against, against a team with a crowd that is so for you. Like everyone was waiting for them to come back home. Um, So thankfully we dug in and we played really well. Like starting the second period, we were the dominant team. Uh, So we chipped back at the lead and, my gosh, guys, when we scored that place, every goal, that place erupted because it was hard fought. And you could tell that the boys were like, we, we have the most chances. It has to go in eventually. I will have to, I will have to say though, Martin Nietzsche can never get rid of that white stick. <laughs> I know if anybody knows what that stick is, tell me, please. I'm in love with it. That stick is my favorite thing that I've ever seen. I like how Martinisha goes. He's like, I feel like a shell player with this stick. <laughs> Cause it's just, it's, it's all white. Like it is. The, and it's the, got the, the chrome the, lettering. It's, it's really clean. It's very nice. And all it is, it's just the red tape up at the top and then the you know black tape at the bottom. And that's it. It's a nice, like red, white, and black stick. Just all Kane's colors that works together. And that thing is absolutely lethal. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Two goals, one of being the, of course, the overtime winner because he's Mr. Overtime. Are we really surprised that he oh. would, he he called game and hung up on the Kraken because it's <laughs> that just, is one of my favorite celebrations, man. It was that was that was clean. Of course, we also got to talk about the other guy who scored in that game, and of course, he's been on an absolute tear to start the season. Just very cocky, Yemi. Ooh wee, KK's K- been insane. K- 
KK's been feeling at the start of the season, and I am not upset about it. Like, it is Mm-mm. great to see. And uh, it's already confirmed that he's the next jersey to be added to the collection because he is just absolutely Honest- destroying the season right now. Honestly, it's that line. Like, so at the beginning of the season, we had the 80s line, and the other part of that line was Turbo, and he was popping off. Yep. Like, it is also the year of Turbo. <laughs> he is like, I heard what you yes. said about me last year. I had things going on. Now I'm here. I'm focused. And he's going off. So, yeah. and he's then, showing what he's truly you, capable you, of. And it's you great. bump him up. You So that line is popping off, but then you bump him up to the first line because, unfortunately, Ajo is out for a little bit. You see a little bit of center Turbo, and he's still killing it. Like, no yep. matter where you put him, he is, oh, yeah. he's shooting more than I've seen in a long time. And he's, yeah. you know... Winning face-offs, you go, Turbo. <laughs> yeah. No, he, yeah, yeah, I think, like, as of right now, before all the games start today, because we are recording today on Sunday, it will be you, – when you listen to this, it it's still be the same day. So, we like getting – if we get early Sunday afternoon, it's great to have it out the same day because why not, especially since we got the Flyers tomorrow. But, yeah, as of right now, I think he's second in the league in goals. Or no, he's third now because Frank Frank Toronto of the Ducks got another hat trick last night. Of course night. he did. He's he's up to eight goals already. And as someone who has him on the Moose League's uh fantasy Here team. Here we I, go. I, 18, I, I... <laughs> 18 points last night because of Frank Toronto. Thank you very much. I appreciate I would rather it. not talk about mine because I had to be both very happy and very sad because oh. Jules, I'm playing Jules this week and she had both Teravinen and Ronta. On oh her yeah, team. You, you got absolutely smoked. Oh my god, I'm behind at least by forty points. It's, I'm, 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 play, I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing Jason, who's the pajama caniac, and uh, I'm down by thirty. But I mean, I'm not upset because his team is really good, and it, it is what it is. But I do have KK and Nietzsche in, in the. I forget what I think it's the Canes uh, Cast League, and uh, I enjoyed that game when they both when they both. Oh, I'm sure you did. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's when. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have any Hurricanes in the Moose League. I'm, I'm hoping at some point I will, but I have Canes in other leagues, uh, especially the THPN one. But yeah, but as of right now, Terravine has seven goals in the year, third in the league in goals. You know, Frank Petrano's got the eight. Um, but yeah, no, Tampa's been playing. Tampa had 12 goals last year in like I forget, was it 70 something games, I believe. Jeez. So he had 12 total last year, and he's already up to seven after nine games. <laughs> safe, to, safe to say he's probably going to be hitting at least 20 this year, to say the least. Well-deserved. Yeah. like I even said, like if he gets back up to 20, you're not going to be upset with that. It, and uh, it's, it, the, he's making the top six battle very interesting because it's like almost a lot of those guys right now in the top six are producing – Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have we're at the point where we're gonna have too many good players. <laughs> it's like who's sitting. Out I the think top that six? is not a bad problem to have. It's not a bad problem to have, but it's like who do you take out there? Because Tavo's playing well. Jarvis Jarvis leads. The, he's tied for first on the team with points. With Marty Nietzsche, who also has nine points in the year after his three point night because he got two goals and an assist. Yeah, outside of his two goals, that was a, it was an overtime winner. He also got an assist in that game as well. Right. And Tavo has been playing really well. Too. Like I said, seven seven goals, and he finally got his first assists. So he's not you know not on Friday, not completely but on Thursday. Behind. Well, yeah. And of course, I mean, I know we're talking about all the goals and how everyone's doing so well, but we have to also mention that the stall line has been 
Oh, lockdown like, is always an absolute yeah. masterclass. Well, yeah, well, no, they are. But I'm just saying we're like we're. I'm just we're talking about like how the top six right now is so. Stacked. No, no, no. Who do you're, you? No, out? you're right. You're right. And I think I I was just mentioning it because I'd like to see see like they don't don't always break get the third again. line. Don't break. Well, they the don't always line. get so they don't always get the points that everyone wants. But honestly, I think the way they play allows oh, our top yeah. six to pop off because. What the work that the stall line does from winning the faceoffs, from hemming in the puck, from making the like making them ice it nonstop, or just like running oh, yeah. the other players down, then we get oh, to yeah, you know yeah. we get an icing, we get put in there, and we're like, oh hey, let's put in one of our top two lines, and then which is like absolute. I don't know, yeah. it's a beauty to, to see mean, them work together. Oh yeah, I mean it goes without saying that the that the, 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 the MSF line is doing so well that it's like it, it goes without saying that they're just amazing. Like mm-hmm. it's just a foregone conclusion. Like, yeah, we're scoring a lot of points. That's amazing. And we also know that the third line's there because they're just that good. Oh yeah. So that's not really that's not really a surprise. But you can break up the third line. It's mm-hmm. just you can't. So like I said, it's like what do you do with our seventh guy who could fit in the top six on any team? But where do you put him? Because now you have every guy in the top six absolutely producing. Yeah. What do you do with the, what do you do with the odd man? Because you can't put them on the third line. And of course, everyone. Here's the thing that I want to keep trying to preach to people: the fourth line doesn't mean that it's the worst line on the team. If you get a team that's deep enough to where you can roll four lines, then there's not really lines. There's no. There's no. You're not good enough for the top six. We're going to put you on the fourth line. Like the fourth line isn't a typical. You're okay, but we're not going to put you in the top six line. Like, right? Our fourth line in Carolina is a is a is a line who could also score too because Steph Nason's down there, Jack Jury's down there. A certain gentleman who did come back is still currently fourth line because they're still trying to get him back well, in the, back in the game ready. And but so, it's all, like, yeah, it's like, but the the fourth line can score too. So it's not like the fourth line is just a bunch of dudes. It's not like four pylons and a grocery stick. It's like they can actually do something too. Right. So it's just it's it, it, whoever's the seventh man out of the top six who can't fit in there because the whole group is just rolling right now. It's not a bad thing to have them on the fourth line with Drury and Nason because uh-huh. that because actually just makes that line even better because now you actually have a score on the fourth line along with those two. Well, and it, the the one thing I do worry about. So while we're while we're talking about it, you, you, we obviously know who we're talking about in that fourth. Uh, lineman and Svetch. Uh, Svetch made his. I was about to say, can we say this? Yeah, like, can, can like, we? Can, Svetch did make his return, so that that's Svetch is back, news. guys. I'm very Woo! excited about it. I'm but, rocking, rocking the Svetch stamp series. He's ar- he's already been in the penalty box. We're back in the groove. Oh, Every, oh yes. Yeah, he he's officially back when he gets a penalty for just existing. Like the any, it's funny because the NHL Bleacher Report. Like there's like every major hockey account and like and broadcasters are going. That's not a like that's the softest penalty we've ever seen because it wasn't a penalty. Yeah, it I, wasn't egregious. I I don't know. Anyway, but you, were could, saying. you could tell on that fourth line that he he felt good enough to return. That was not a hundred percent fetch. You you, you could tell there, felt, there was a little bit. You could tell it, it there was a little it. bit of hesitation in some of his skating. I don't know if it was just me noticing that. I think um, the first like first half of the first period, it seemed like he was trying to get back in the groove of it. But the second and third period, he was back. It looked like he didn't miss a step. 
in the second and third period. Fair. I I just I don't know with with what I saw. I, I it just it, it didn't it was... look. It, it yes, it's his first game back and that kind of thing. I would be surprised if that wasn't what I noticed because it, this is his first game setting back. You're you're not in a no contact jersey anymore. You're throwing the body. You're making plays you're you're going and trying to getting penalties right which you know pure pure form right there he's Um, he's official he's a he's officially back for just existing you're gonna get a penalty just just because you're he's back and the refs wanted everybody to know it so (laughs) (laughs) just so you know but the cop is officially back yeah so it, it just it like i would have been surprised if he wasn't still a little hesitant in some areas um so but i'm i'm very excited there there's no way you keep him on the fourth line no there's no way you keep him down there because yes while he is an elite one of the most elite goal scorers on the team he's surrounded by two guys who yes have scored some great goals in our past but don't exactly keep up with him in the way that he needs to be kept up with in a sense I will say this. If you ask me who out of the top six right now, I would move down to the quote unquote fourth line that I'm doing that air quotes very loosely saying fourth line because Rod hates it when you mention <laughs> lines. Um, as Colin Madewell from Home Ice Advantage also says it like that because he doesn't want Rod to come after him. Um, I wouldn't, I would not be upset if you see bunting take that for that's exactly spot. who i was because, really i was gonna say because I, I, I did write an article for the hockey as how like i thought him with aho and jarvis would be shameless plug by the way shameless, I, shameless. I was thinking shameless. that <laughs> um, i mean i did write one yesterday uh, recently about you know kk and uh, Nietzsche and how great they're starting this year you know go take go take if a it, this isn't a hit to you guys go check out the articles they're fantastic yeah. oh my god um, get to the point you. zach <laughs> My point being is right now, it's like, yeah, you want to see Bunting up there. And I think he's still trying to get into the flow of how that, you know, with the Canes. I mean, preseason's preseason. And I'm not saying he's doing bad because right now he has two goals from four or six for six points. Like he is up there with a bunch of the guys. My thing is right now, Jarvis leads with nine, four goals, five assists. KK's also got this. Basically, Jarvis, KK, and Nietzsche's all have the same stats. All four goals, all five assists, all for nine points in nine games. All three of those guys are point per game guys. And all this, of course, would be Jarvis you're, and KK as best friends. Same points, same goals. Yeah, and you're not gonna, and then like everything there, yeah. you're not gonna put Aho down there. Of course not. No, Turbo well, has made a strong case for himself. Like he's seven, not going anywhere. Seven goals, one assist for eight points in nine games. The plus minus, you can throw that out. It's a context stat. It's time on ice. Plus, the road trip was absolutely brutal for the boys. So I'm not gonna. Now, now, if you're looking at Orlov is a minus ten, that's a whole different thing. But for me, we've all, I think all three of us agreed in the podcast, one thing or another, that a plus minus is a context stat to time on ice, especially for especially for defensemen. So and then matchups and all that stuff. So I I don't really. Plus, it's nine games into an 82 game schedule. Not gonna. Did you did you say eighty two games? Eighty two games <laughs> in the season. Um, it's just it's one of those things where plus minus is whatever. Brady Shea's a plus six and Slavin's a plus five. You love to see it. Um, 
my thing is you have four of your top six guys who are literally one, two, three, and four in your points for the season. Slave Brady, <laughs> Shay and Slavin are fifth and sixth, both with seven points. <laughs> who, who would have thought you see Jacob Slavin in the top 10 in the team already with seven points, but you'd love to see it. Three goals, four assists, but Ajo's there too. He, he, he already missed three games, but he's at six points. You have five of your top six already up there. Bunting has six points. I just don't. I just don't think once once Svech gets going again, I don't see it like be like I agree with you. You're not gonna keep him on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. I would say you it almost has to be bunting. And like I said, the fourth line is not a you are a bad player line. It's just one of those things where it's like with all because you have five five of your top six players that are literally seventh, five of the five of the guys As- are in seven spots. You can't take any of those five guys out, especially when that was Svechback. There's you can't take any of those guys out. As someone that has bunting fantasy, <laughs> um, he contributes, but also it is very. I have not seen many players do this, but he has done it more consistently to have played a whole game and like depending on your fantasy team and the league and how it, you know, Moose's league gives points for breathing. And then other leagues barely give you points for anything. Moose's I'll say this the Moose, Moose's League. Moose's League is absolutely fantastic. I want I want those points on every league. Right, it's so much fun. 18 points with Vetrano, but okay. Um <laughs> but for bunting for some of the games that we have played and for bunting to have played the whole game up on the top line and got absolutely zero points, which I, you get points for hitting someone. You get points, you get points with little things and he got nothing. I'm not saying he's not a contributor, but I would say of the names that we listed up in our top six. And with that to also back me up is that he is, he is the one that I would move because he has, he contributes a little less. It's not that he doesn't contribute. He just contributes a little less than what the other guys are doing right now. Yeah. Um, That being said, I mean, I, I feel like we'll see Svetch on that. I feel like he might be kept on that fourth line for a little bit just to get his his sea legs going again. (laughs) Yeah. I could tell. Yeah. It's more of like just turning you back in the, in the, you know, game ready game, I guess game shape. Cause you know, try to get some game mileage back under yourself and Here's because here's my thing. You keep table on the top line, put Svetch right back on the second line with KK and Nietzsche. Because we all saw how great those three were together last year. Slide them right back into the second line spot. You got your second line all back from last year, which mm-hmm. we called the confidence line. When the, the confidence is through the roof now, those guys are just absolutely lethal. Unless you unless you want to go for the crazy eight line and put table with those guys and have just nothing but a bunch of eights on the line together, but I wouldn't be upset if it's Svetch, KK, and Nietzsche on the second, and you got Tavo, Aho, and Jarvis. Can't go wrong with that confidence line, man. The confidence line's so good. and Because a lot of people are like, I don't know if we can get the Tavo, Aho connection back. Because it actually looks great right about now, because uh, Friday night, uh, it was a 3 nothing game, and every goal scored by Tavo Teravine. Natural Hattie. 
ship. It's something you love to see. And for the fact, too, that Auntie Ranta, Father Finn, Andy Beach, you know, get the Mai Tais and the cocktails out because he got a 20 save shutout in that game. And Tavo was not afraid to let everybody know about it. No, no, because yeah. you know he's got to be humble. He wants to get the you know spotlight off him because he just doesn't like. Doing They're it like, you had a good night, and he's like, watching he's like, his Finn had a good night too. <laughs> yeah. Watching his interviews is like pulling teeth. <laughs> he, he's smiling. he only he's he no he only too, smiled. Though. He only smiled. He got the biggest smile when he put the attention on someone else. Yep. No, there's a photo of of uh, of um, Jarvis hugging him, and he's got a pretty big smile there too. So that that's in the, we got well, a lot Jarvis of that. No, no, no. That's what he's hugging. That's what he's with his teammates. It's the interviews are a different beast. Oh well, yeah, they but are. But I also um, love that when we were they were doing the surge and like you know who they were going. Aho, to. Aho oh. sitting there like, and ready to Aho sitting and he's watching him and he just inches closer because he knows Turbo's about to bolt and he just holds on to him like you're not going anywhere. <laughs> that was so great. But the great thing about Father Finn though was the fact that was his twentieth prayer shutout. Yeah. Great After saving job. 20 shots, it was perfect. 20 on 20, and it, and it's a fellow Finn who got a natural Hattie, which is – you love to see it because they don't happen very much. Or the fact that he did it in a game that was exactly 3 nothing was it was just poetic. And that's how yeah. you love to end a back-to-back homestand. You exercise the demons in the cracking game. You that series, No, so that season series is done. The shark season series is done, and you beat them nine to three in a gold nine to three with a plus six goal differential against the sharks. I feel bad for sharks fans. <laughs> it's so brutal. I still don't they, think they, they, they just out. can't catch a break this season, though. Like it, it, it's not just us giving that beat down to them. They talk about a rough start to the season. They, yeah, they're zero seven and one. They. <gasps> You yeah. know, if anybody was going to help them break their losing streak, I, I was almost convinced that it was going to be the Canes. With the I saw game. I saw a lot of people say that, and how dare you even <laughs> put that in the universe. Right. Don't put <laughs> that. You love me, Ricky Bobby. Do not do that. But luckily, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, no, Canes yeah. finished out strong. It was – That is how you get the home cooking going, and that's how you turn your season around. I mean, it wasn't like the season was over, but it gets the funk out real quick. It gets that bad smell out of the jerseys. When you go and win at home like you did, you get the win in overtime, then you go and put it to the Sharks, and now you got Saturday and Sunday off, and now you get to play the Philadelphia Flyers on Monday. I think you got Tuesday, Wednesday off. And I, I know they're, they're playing um, the Rangers at – Madison Square Garden Thursday, and then Saturday you got the Islanders on Long Island. So a very interesting three Metro games this week coming up. But but going back to just where, where we're at the points-wise and just that top six, I think we're on it. Bailey, I, I'm assuming you're in agreement with both of us that it's got to be bunting going down to the fourth line oh, probably. Yeah. With Most seven, likely. That, that, that would be – the only one of the only logical moves i think because the thing the thing that i worry about most is he he has a lot of confidence with those big guys up in that top six to have the kind of net front presence that he's been kind of made a case for himself for 
Um, I'm just hoping that can still be recreated on the fourth line. He's still getting some power play minutes. Well, well um, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, it's like he's not going to get ice time. He's going to be on the power play. Think about this though. You're going to have I mean, Nason Nason and, too. Na- and Bunting on the same line together with both of their net front presence. Oh my gosh. Talk about a lot of greasy goals with that fourth line. Yeah. Because of course a lot of people are going to be like. Also talk we're, about we're, a lot of a lot of scraps going on with that line too. Both of them ooh, are yeah. always getting into it. Oh, more, yeah. more so bunting than anyone else, but definitely for sure. And a lot of people are going to say, "Where can we pay this guy four point five blah 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 millions of dollars to go play the fourth line?" Guys, the team is stacked. You can't take anyone else out of the lineup. Sveshikov is a top six guy. Tavo made a case to be back in the top six because he's playing out of his mind right now, and you don't take him out of that spot. So it's just. And then people are like, well, why don't you just like take someone out of the third line and put Martin up on the fourth or put so and so on the fourth? No. No. That that third line is too good to break up. I'm sorry. The MSF line is staying together. I don't want to hear anyone say otherwise. So, yep. no, you're not breaking them up. So, no, it's just it, – like we said, you're rolling four lines. It's not like the fourth line is your grocery sticks and pine lines and your bag of puck line. That's a, that's a group that actually can score too. We've seen them score goals. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where you can't break up the third. And unfortunately, Svechikov is a top six guy, and you've got to have him there. So yep. someone has to sit out of the top six. Oh, and, yeah. right, and right now, with how five of our top six guys are in the top seven, and Ajo is the lowest one in seven after missing three games, mm-hmm. is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's just, it is what it is. I feel bad for bunting, but once Svech is back 100%. It's just a problem of too many good things. Which is which is not a bad problem to have. I rather have an abundance of scoring and abundance of good guys rather than being like the Sharks. Right. <laughs> Where are we going to score? Right. Because going into the Hurricanes game, they were scoring one point one goals for per game. After scoring none, they're probably at one exactly after eight games. That's no, that's not a good thing. So it is what it is. Um. So the round out the top ten real quick. I think what yeah, Ahu's eight, uh, seven. Michael Bunting's at eight with six points. Nine is Steph Nason with six points, and then Brent Burns uh, has got four points. And uh, Tony D'Angelo has also got four points. And Jordan Stahl. So those are kind of like your top twelve ish area uh, points wise. So before we go on and talk about stats and milestones and all that good stuff, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors here on the podcast. And the first one is DraftKings. Kat, do you want to tell everyone about our amazing sponsor that is DraftKings? And no, the promo code is not Shane Pinto. So don't ask. Oh my God. Let us, yeah, let us, let us tell you about sports. Let us tell you about sports betting. But if you're a hockey player, please stop listening. Yeah, um, skip past us, please. The- <laughs> So as as we are a hockey podcast, um, I mean, there's also another sport going on called football. And so the NFL season is going strong and the DraftKings Sportbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Uh, yeah, so for um, if you're looking to play, play some bets on this Sunday, I know 
by the time this episode does drop, some games might have started, but we're actually going to try to get you a game that hasn't started yet, and that's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos, uh, which is at 428 Eastern. Um, I, I, I wonder what those odds are. <laughs> uh, well, if you're going for the mo- if you're going for the money line, the Chiefs are. I'm going for Taylor three. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they, you know, if you use code THPN, there might be a there might be a uh, how many times they're going to mention her on a broadcast. Um, the Chiefs money line wise, the Chiefs are minus three twenty five. The Broncos are plus twenty six. Um, if you're going for the, um, I think it's called the yeah the spread. The spread for the Chiefs is minus 6.5, so that's a 118. And then if you're going for the over-under, the over is 105 uh, for the Chiefs. Now, that's not the most egregious ones. There's a lot of other ones, too. We were talking like minus 485 and plus 370s and all these other insane ones, too. But, yeah, if you're looking to do any bets, DraftKings is where it's at. And, like I said, Chiefs Broncos would not be a bad one if you're looking for a money line or over unders or spreads. I can't really tell you how you should bet, but it is a good chance that bet on that Taylor Swift will be at the game. Anyway, get in on the game day greatness. <laughs> download download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, LA 21, <laughs> age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.dropkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bailey, do you want to talk about our other amazing sponsor who's been with us for 97 episodes of the podcast? First off, thanks for putting up with us for so long. Y'all are great. Um, <laughs> um, I'm here to tell you guys about our wonderful OG before the podcast was even a podcast sponsor in Primo X Hockey. A, a, whole, a whole two months. A whole two months before we had an episode. We so. did. Yes. No, they've been us for a long time. But they're a Raleigh-based hockey company. Uh, so if you guys are looking for anything hockey-related, whether that's tape, sticks, or stick uh, grips, wax, laces, pucks and balls, protective gear, anything your heart desires regarding the game of roller hockey and ice hockey, head over to PrimoXHockey.com. Use code SurgeCast at checkout, 20% off of your order. They do free shipping within the U.S., so that's one better thing to worry about and to not have to worry about in regards to shopping on the website. They're still still doing their BOGO 50% off all laces, so also a great opportunity to go check them out. But if online shopping maybe isn't your thing, they do have a warehouse off of Diggs Drive. You can get $5 skate sharpening over there. Tell them the Sardcast sent you. Say hi, hang out a bit. It's great. Uh, but if again, if the warehouse is not your thing, again, primoxhockey.com, great sponsors, awesome OG sponsors of the podcast. Great group of guys over there. Be sure to check them out. Yes, definitely have to check them out. I know they got 
skate sharpening over there as well too and everything else you're looking for skate sharpening they're not open on sundays but head there monday through friday 10 a.m to 5 p.m and saturday 10 a.m to 3 p.m so yes and also let them to go you know go uh cheer them on because actually three of the guys are part of the coaching staff over there at app state for the hockey team so hey yo yeah so make sure to get make sure to give them a shout out um I I need to go back to App State sometime. It's I haven't been to that in a while. Football but. environment. I had so many friends at the game. What was it yesterday? Yeah, I think and that place looked electric. Yeah, the the shot that Jules had of the of the mountains behind it's so great. So God, great. what did Jules go to App State or or no? What? I know, I know someone asked her. Well, someone asked her if she went to App State or not. Oh, that's right, Dell Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone asked, and I was just like, "Did she?" I couldn't remember for half a second, but I know. Um, yeah, I had so many people go to that game, and it it looked insane. Yeah, I know some of the fancy duck boys and some of their significant others went to App State, so yeah. there you go. Um, Something so, I want to mention. So, speaking of jewels, she just sent a picture from uh, the Halloween party. <laughs> I would just like to say that Tavo's Eeyore is probably the greatest thing that I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. KK and Jarvis. KK and Jarvis is a horse. Is a very close second. It is. I can't. I'm. We were trying to find Faust too, and it. I think. I think we ended up finding him. I don't know where he is though. But yeah, there there's some great costumes out here. I see some Harry Potter related ones, the matching Jordan outfits with Mario, Luigi, Bowser, and Peach. That's kind of great. Yeah, I, it's, it's so it's so great. <laughs> I don't know. I I just keep going through this, and I'm like, oh my, Drury has like this weird cape on. Yeah, it's, I highly uh, recommend if you find this photo, looking through what everyone's unique style is with their costumes. It's great. Very interesting. I was just like, Eeyore Tavo in an Eeyore costume is my favorite thing in the entire He's not even facing the camera. That's He's the not. Part. Are you really surprised, uh, though? No. He's uh, on the ground looking for of, his tail. <laughs> speaking of Jordan, uh, we have to also, I mean, we keep talking about it being Jordan Martin of the Year of Marty. Uh, wow. He also was recently the NC State hype man. Uh, what'd you call it? The alpha Wolf or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's the, so, I think, yeah. This man is in high demand. Like he's doing everything. I think it was funny too because uh, so Walt tweeted this out about an hour ago. He's like, because the fact that so the tweet goes, Jordan Martinuk was asked to get Carter Finley's team going yesterday and he delivered. He's paying for it today though, sounding raspy as ever at Kane's practice. And then Jordan goes, They wanted the crowd fired up, so they gave me a call. They needed a big win, and now I have no voice. <laughs> Because <laughs> the because the great thing is they beat Clemson, so you'd love to see it. The trophy's back uh, between those two teams, and it light it red. You'd love to see it. So uh, it's it's always good when you see the NC State one, especially when you got Jordan Martin firing everyone up. So yeah, you, you uh, it's it's great to see. So. There you go. Martin, he knows he knows how to bring you. He knows how to get people fired up. I know. So. I mean, man, it was it was so nice to hear him finally get the Mr. Sachikov back. Like you could tell everyone had been waiting on it. Oh, it, then, was, it was so good. Second nature, man. 
How how about his little like stutter step, his little like jump, his little like high jumps that he did with his knees? That was just <laughs> you knew he was fired up for the Mister because that's the first time since March. So, it, uh, chills, absolute chills. Mm-hmm. Um, so we gotta bring up some great stat stuff, got milestones and figures and all that too. Because why not? We we love talking about amazing things that have happened and of course Kane stab brian always comes in clutch for us so um if you're not following them on x or twitter or whatever cat calls which i'm not going to because that's just weird um Twix. Twix. it's not weird it's just a little bit it's a little bit no it's it's a little bit um Twix. why <laughs> why because it's the best of both <laughs> what side are you gonna get Mm, is it though? Yeah. Is it though? I didn't say uh, the best was good. <laughs> uh, so he actually, so he actually talked about Sebastian Ajo playing on the left wing, um, and so he meant there was two other times before Thursday's game where he played left wing. The first one was March eighteenth, twenty twenty-two, and it was a line of Ajo, Trocheck, and Teravinen. And then this line, oof, oof, Maroons. January 16th, 2020, he was on the left wing with warm full goal on the right wing. If you want to remember a cane, you're like, oh, yeah, warm full goal. Eric Halla was the center of that line. Yeah, that. Mm, mm. There you go. <laughs> lots of comments, lots of things to say there, huh? Now I'll let I'll let Alex take care of it and just boom with his uh, helmet on. So oh, yeah, God. I wish I wish I had a sound bite of Alex's boom. I can just play. I'm it surprised you don't to. already. I had that saved in my favorites. <laughs> well, well, if I put my foot up to the mic, I could do it. But if there's a way I can add sound effects, I would I would love to have an Alex boo like voice command and just pop in the middle of this podcast. So that way we can oh, have it. God. I might need, I might need to talk to him and the fancy duck boys and see if we get that uh, fired up. So I have a soundboard. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, you know, of course, <laughs> you, you talk about one fin, you got to talk about another fin, and we got to tire of just Barry Cook and Young. Like mm-hmm. we've already talked about it. He's on he's on fire to start the season. He's playing fantastic. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes. Um, <laughs> so right now. I think this was what day? The 26th. So you're going right before all these. So the stats are a little bit different now. But at the time of this, he had 32 points in 39 games since last year's All-Star game. Or you know, earlier this season. Well, earlier in 2023. But still, though, 32 points in 39 games. Now it's a little bit higher up now. I, I whatever, Wherever it's at now. But the fact that he's got this many points already, and then Aaron Manning actually put it in perspective, he's been on a point eight two points per game pace since the All Star break last season. That's a sixty seven point pace, and it's more than points that he's contributing on the ice. The Hurricanes have him locked up at four point eight two million average annual value for the next seven seasons, including this year. He's on a 67-point pace just because based off since the All-Star break last season, but .82 a game. Wow. Yeah. So if you're talking the 26th and today's, what, the 29th? 
So you're talking, what, 34, 35 points in 41 games? That's still freaking phenomenal from KK right now. Absolutely. His 200-foot game is amazing. He he is playing outside of his mind hockey right now, and you love to see it. Couldn't be more excited for um, KK. We've already touched on it. But we got to give it a little more praise because just because it's Father Finn. How about twenty career shutouts for one Indy Beach or Mister Antiranta on a twenty save shutout? Oh yeah. The the man he just knows how to win at home. He wins at home. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's bonkers. It's, I, I was a little worried about him for for a sec there. Yeah, I will the, say. The, well, the I, I think with Anderson going out, I think he kind of got a that cracking game was not a great one by him, Mm-mm. for sure. But I think you could definitely tell he's probably a little bit tired because in fact he played a lot of games because he played the Ducks game, then he had to go basically played three fourths of the Sharks game, then I had to go play the Kraken too. So that's a lot of games. Especially with a lot of off days in between, that's a lot of games for Antioranta to get through. So I, I can understand why that was a little bit of a struggle for him. Yeah. But just, but to see him come back and do that, you love to see it from from Ranta. So, um, speaking of quick goalie news, though, Pierre Kachekov got a 19 save shutout last night for the Syracuse Crunch. So we have a, we have a lot of Canes uh, goalies in some uh, aspect getting some shutouts. Oh, yeah. So good for Piotr mm-hmm. making yeah. that statement for himself, too. I I do think he, with a little more development, he's going to be NHL ready next year. Oh, yeah. No, he'll be fine. It's just just bouncing around, going from the, you know, Syracuse to here and then back to Syracuse. It's just, it's one of those things. But he'll be fine. Jacob Vondras is doing really well with the Sudbury Wolves, not the, not was it the Sudbury Blueberry Wolves uh, Bulldogs up there? No, yeah, no. <laughs> Which Shorzy is greenlit for season three, and I'm so excited. Heck yeah! I think they're saying early 24 is when they're going to start production for season Ooh. three. So you know that's season two is official out here in the states on Hulu. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm gonna Thursday or Friday. I'm probably gonna go just binge watch season two because it's it's Shorzy, and why not? Um, Talk about another Finn because we have so many fantastic Finns. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is now fourth all-time in franchise points. He just passed the man, the myth, the legend. That is Rod Brindamore. So congrats to Ajo for another milestone. That graphic that they put out. Which was Jack. It was Jack's. And, and once again, he... The Sveshnikov one he did about him being back. This one with Pat, as he called it, the past and present with Rod Brindamore and Sebastian Ajo. When when has that man not dropped fire graphics? He's on top of it. The the Kings have a gem in Jack. Yeah, Jack Rinsor is so amazing. Yeah, we we gotta get. I'm putting this out now. We gotta get this guy on the pod because I would love to talk to him about just the work that he does. The the Senators one that he did for opening night, that one was absolutely I love the breakdown of that. Oh, yeah, how he did the layers for it. Uh It, It's it's like this this is our Roman Empire. As somebody who (laughs) almost went into graphic design, I would love to pick his brain. Oh, you you know Jules loved that because she's you know our 
she's got we got Jules lineup for some good graphics, so I'm excited to drop those when the time comes. But her 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 stuff is amazing. So you know Jules is absolutely loving all these graphics that Jack has been dropping. And, and of course, you know, everyone else within the organ there's a lot of people in the organization, but Jack's been bringing it. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, so another um really cool milestone we're gonna talk about. It's not a Finn this time, it's a it's a Chechnya player. It is one Mr. Martin Nietzsche's. That over team winner on Thursday night was his fifth since the start of the 22-23 season. He's actually leading all NHL skaters during that span. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, Martin. Yeah, that that is very impressive because you know, when you call a game, you you got to make you got to make a statement. So it's Absolutely. Just, no. I will say he does know how to make a statement. I mean, hey, when, hey, when you look good, play good. You feel when you look good, play good, and feel good. You, you just gotta celebrate good. That's a recipe not. for success, my guy. I'm just saying that that white stick though, and the celebration. I, God. Again, I I need that stick more than I've needed anything else hockey related in my life. That's such right. a cool stick. It it really is. It, it's it goes to show that it's like. You got the Arnery Finn and and Seth Jarvis playing well. You got the you got the Finns playing good. You got the Chechny and Martin Nietzsche is playing well. It's of course you got Shay and Slavo playing well together too. It's yeah, a lot of good things are starting right now. Goaltending, you know, it's it's gonna get there. It's gonna it, it, a little early struggles, but I think the boys will be fine. It's 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 one of those things where you know they'll get back. Here the the funny part about this for the goalies though, Freddie Anderson is actually three and zero this season. Let's hope he can stay that way. Uh, goals, only wins, only wins, Freddie. Uh, he has a goal. He has a goals against average of three point three eight. It'll go down. Early season struggles. Uh, a save percentage of point eight seven five. And then in Toronto, he's two and one with a three oh six goals against an eight sixty seven save percentage. Um, but he does have a shutout. So he's got he's got the first shutout of the season. <laughs> After getting shut out Tuesday, the Hurricanes shut out Friday. So they one, for one. one for one. One for one. the only player right now not to have a point is Andrei Sveshnikov. But I mean, it was his first game on Friday. He's it's going to be fun. But Told you, he's that, making his way back to 100. He's getting well, The good thing is, though, at least before then, every guy on the team has a point. So everyone does. So there's no goose eggs on the team right now. Sveshnikov, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna count that as a pass. It's his first game. But basically, essentially, everyone's got a point. Yep. So um, I will say this, though. You want to know point, the penalty minutes? I'm looking at the penalty minutes real quick, and this is – Orlov's got 18. D'Angelo's, uh-huh. D'Angelo's got 12. Just Barry Kokaniemi's got 12. But that's not the most. Without no, I looking know the at, most. <laughs> who's got I the know most? The most. Who's got the most, Cat? The guy that was scratched for Svetch. <laughs> do, do, do you guys want to guess what the actual number is for penalty minutes? Well, he's had he's had two 10-minute t- misconduct, so it's over 20. Do you want to give a specific number out or? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to guess either 28 or 30 at this point. I, I'm going to set it 28. 31. So, Kat, you were close. 31 pims in seven games. 
Yeah, those wow. those uh one goal misconducts are a bitch. One one goal for one point um one goal for one point minus two in seven games. Yeah. Kat, thank you for being our uh burner accounts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. appreciate the commentary. Oh, I I yeah. you what know, is, is there is there a rant? Do we do I feel like a rant's coming on? I, There's not a rant coming on. I'm just really glad Fetch is back. Like I under, <laughs> I understand that man has his use. Listen, listen, listen. It's not quite a rant, but it's thoughts because I wasn't on last week. I know everyone wants our team to have grit. I understand the PMV. The <laughs> I understand, and like you don't want to be pushed around in playoffs. That's great. You know what I love? That when some of our guys gets pushed around, someone like Nason comes up and is like, "All right, I'll fight you, Holla, for being doing all your little nitpick like rat tendencies, shenanigans." I appreciate that. Getting in the beginning of the season. When there isn't even any like beef between any teams and like we're pushing back and forth, 10 minute misconducts just seem so unnecessary to me. Like you're at that point, you're I don't feel like you're helping the team. Like there's sometimes necessary penalties. I don't feel like getting thrown out of a game twice is really a helpful penalty in my book. So anyway, that's my thought process. I understand, uh, like I, I appreciate. I appreciate players a little bit more like bunting. And even back when we had Tro, that they were the rats, they were the pests, they would get, they would draw the penalties. They would be, even bunting does sometimes some very stupid stuff. But I understand that point of it. And I do want the guys to stand up and like fight for each other. I mean, we've seen Turbo fight. If someone goes after Ajo, we've even seen Turbo step up to be like, not having this. I mean, Drury dropping the gloves was penalties a, a just for penalty's sake, and you're not like you're just taking yourself out of the equation of actually be doing anything on the ice. Just is not my cup of tea. So I'm extra glad that Stretch is back. Well, the th- well, the th- one of the misconducts though, which was him, he was on the bench when he got his second misconduct. So he was giving it to the rest from the bench, and that's why he got his 10-minute. That's also why Tony got extra stuff, too, because he was also saying, like, just. No. After. That's not the Brenda Moore way. I mean, like, yes, Rod will give the, the refs business for you, but he doesn't want us taking those kind of useless penalties. You're putting your team at a disadvantage just because you can't keep yourself in check. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, goodness knows we have our own issue of staying out of the box. We don't need something extra like that. Like, we already get, like we said, a phantom penalty call and fetch. We're going to get things like that. We don't need you talking crap and getting us more just in the making it box. worse. Yeah. 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 Especially but, you're down a penalty killer because Pesci's out. Yeah. But you know what? It is what it is. We'll see how all that works out with Svetch being better. What, and- what do you want to bet his – um, by the end of the by the end of the season, how many penalty minutes do you think will be his total? Uh well, for Svetch? No, no, for no, no. Oh, for Lemieux. Uh well, it depends on Svetch back and everyone's healthy and playing well. He might get uh, maybe fifteen games in, if anything. So maybe fifty. 
Ozzy, now, I guess would be. yeah, I mean, now if DraftKings was smart and put that as a as a as a prop bet, you know, use code THPN, you maybe could make some money off that. So you know. <laughs> also, I love that we just we were like, man, if he plays fifteen, like maybe fifteen more games, he might get twenty more minutes of penalty minutes. Okay, but if he plays just like two more games, he could get two more ten minute misconducts, and our guess would be out the window. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because that would yeah, because that would yeah, that would put it at fifty one. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess sixty five. That's gonna be my bet for the end of the year. Sixty five. Oh my goodness. I I will happily be wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna go sixty. <laughs> All right, Zach, what's yours? You sticking with fifty? I'll I'll I'll, mm, I'll go fifty five. Okay. Why not? Yeah, I'll, I'll go somewhere in between. Um, but it is what it is. But honestly, just outside of all that, I'm glad Svetch is back. I'm loving the fact that we got the fin. The fins are rolling. The honorary fins rolling. You know, we got some. We got the fencemen up there in points too. One of them being Jacob Slavin. Norris talks. Ooh. Right. Uh, Music no. to my ears. I mean, I love it. I don't. I don't trust the league to be responsible. <laughs> they won't make it happen. No, no. <laughs> now he is still. He's still in line for the Lady Bing because he only has one penalty this year. So he's hit his quota already. So <laughs> that was. I don't even want to talk about that. Um, but no. you mean you mean the one where he got pushed from behind, and then they call and so when and then somebody fell, else then fell made- over him, yeah. Yeah, so the one teammate pushed Slavin, and then so Slavin's falling, and then it makes him trip the guy in front of him. But we're not going to call the cross check in the back first that made him trip the guy in front of him. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like it's we're like not gonna discuss that. Oh, it's like goaltender interference where you know a guy pushes another player into your own goalie because that's smart. What even is goaltender interference anyway? <laughs> so, what's offsides? What's offsides? <laughs> That's a different podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so, you got, thanks for listening to it. We got the whole crew back together today. We did, yeah. Yeah, for the, bit. I've missed the, you guys. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> big, you know, big shout out to Jessica on Twitter. That graphic, <laughs> that graphic <laughs> she made of us after the after yeah, uh, that the, just the, the two. That, uh, our, our little karaoke session from last episode that graphic was so great and, and then adding cat's parents dog in the photo too is just so funny. oh goodness uh, that dog is adorable big shout out to jessica for that graphic i love it when we got people listening to the pod or just making jokes or making memes and it's just it, it's my I, 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 lo- I love our community that we got here i also i also love that I, I don't know. It's just fun. Like, I mean, we sit here and we talk and I know we have listeners. Zach gives us all the stats, but uh, <laughs> I, it's just nice to hear, like I'll have friends and they'll be like, Oh, you have it. And they'll mention it to people they know. And the people they know are like, Oh yeah, we listen to that. And that's just, it's really nice. And like, yeah. I got to give tickets to uh, pe- a couple um, this past Friday when I uh, couldn't make it for the special return, of course, but uh, of course, right? They were like, we. They were like, we just finished listening to the latest episode. We missed you, and like, I was just nice to be like, oh, they listen, and it's. Uh, we really appreciate all of our listeners. We're almost to a hundred episodes, so we're we're looking forward to how we're going to reward you for sticking with us this long. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely have to figure out a special giveaway for episode one hundred. But uh, 
we are also very close to another milestone on the podcast. We are under a thousand downloads from ten thousand all time. See, I told you he had the stats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Numbers guy over here. Mr. Numbers guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, but no. He's he's being all humble now. <laughs> I'm, 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 someone's got to do it. Someone's yeah. got to do it. You know, hey, I'm just using my inner Finn and just being humble um, because, you know. <laughs> Everybody should strive to be more like Tavo. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, but no, I like to say, yeah, we've never heard Zach say, I told you so, or anything like that. No, never, yeah. Oh, no, I will gladly tell you, I told you so. Uh, thank you, Mr. Martin Nietzsche, for being uh, exhibit A, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not to pat myself on the back because I don't want to be claiming that. Yeah, there there goes the whole <laughs> nature. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, anyway, you know, like, but like Kat said, thank, <laughs> like Kat said, thank you to everyone who does listen to the show. We do appreciate. It. I'm glad everyone you know hits us up about it or lets us know they've listened and enjoy it and all that. So thank you, like I said, for doing that for us and just creating the community that we have around the search cast. And we're almost at ten thousand downloads and like right near a hundred episodes. So like the timing couldn't be more perfect. So just big thank you everyone. I'm super excited for everyone to know who our guest for episode 100 is. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Everyone's going to love it. And that's all I'm going to leave it with because it's going to be a very, very leave your comments. Who, who, who do you think it is? We will, we'll start taking some early guesses. Don't we're, worry. We're not going to tell don't, you. Don't but. don't worry, don't worry about the YouTube comments because they'll eventually come up whenever we get episode 100 out, and then Bailey gets to the rest of them. So <laughs> leave your comments on Twitter. <laughs> that's where you that's where you can leave your guesses. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Oops! Was that me? <laughs> Whoopsie! Nah, nah. You got a lot of stuff going on, and your computer is being a computer, so it is yeah. what it is. Well, it but, doesn't help. I, I, I'm all cozy because there's like four inches of snow outside. So editing is <laughs> one of the yes. last things on my mind right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> but before before we go and let you know where you can find us, find the podcast, all the amazing stuff, we have to talk about our amazing network real quick, which is the Hockey Podcast Network, um, which if you go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com, you can find us on there. You can find other Hurricanes podcasts or podcasts for Every team in the NHL and even college hockey and minor league hockey too. And don't forget Terry Ryan from Shorzy has a podcast of his own on the network. And uh, Rod Pearson, for those who know, um, he's got he's got a show on here now with us too. I think he's doing Tampa and Florida on their podcast. So make sure you go check that out as well. Um, cool to have Rod Pearson on. If you know him from his show uh, up there in Saskatchewan, I think he's now in Florida. But um, yeah, we got. Podcast for every team, all the leagues. Podcast you know. on podcast on podcasts. It's great. Got blogs. They even got a store. If you want to check out some merch, you make sure you go check out the hockeypodcastnetwork.com for anything and everything podcast on the network. In live streams and everything else. Big shout out to Neil from uh, Devil State of Mind. He's got that Monday weekly live show that he does. So make sure to check that out too. Um, he does a lot of cool stuff on that side of things. But Kat, where can people find you on the socials? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, or Twix or whatever you call it at Kaniac Chick. Um, and then, of course, on TikTok, you can <laughs> find me at KVT Hunter 74. 
Bailey, where can they find you? I was waiting. Um, and, and, the, <laughs> and, and, and the podcast. Yeah, you can find me over on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Um, you can find me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Uh, if you are watching things on YouTube, uh, hi, hello, how you doing? Uh, be sure to leave some comments down below. Let us know what you guys uh, think about the back-to-back wins, the shutouts, how the fins are finning right now, uh, or the fins are finishing as I should say. Let us know what you think of the team so far uh, with as many games as we are in right now. Um, be sure to hit that big red subscribe button down below. Uh, hit that bell notification icon so you never miss an episode and be sure to leave a like as well. Um, if you're looking to follow us uh, over on our other platforms on Twitter and Instagram, we are just uh, at the surge cast. Uh, be sure to hit that follow button. Um, maybe turn on some notifications so you don't miss posts and story posts, things like that. Uh, but be sure to follow us over there. Uh, you can find link trees in our bios and on where to find all of us, where to find, where to listen to the podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, for some personal news before I get into Zach and pass it on over. Um, <laughs> I am uh, at FPH Eagles over on Twitter. I cover the Colorado Eagles for the AHL, the AHL affiliate of the Colorado Avalanche out here in Loveland. Uh, so if you are interested in following some of my adventures and coverage over there, uh, I covered my first game a few weekends ago. It was a blast. Uh, be sure to follow me over there. Yes, definitely have to do that for sure. And big shout out to Andrew Rinaldi, friend of the podcast. Yes, for- he is a fantastic mentor. Go follow him over at FPH Wolves and FPH Griffins. Bad luck for him, affecting you to see uh, Bergie be there. <laughs> oh, dude, he was pissed about that. I felt so bad. He didn't even play. Yeah, that... <laughs> That was that was definitely brutal. Yeah, you, you, you can tell from the last episode of the Holy Grail, which is Field Pass's flagship show for the American League. He was uh not too keen on uh missing <laughs> on John Johnny Burgers like yeah like the day before. What did he call him? His little Swedish meatball? I <laughs> something like that. Well, the thing was that the, the thing that made him more upset was the fact that Bergen got called and then sat in the press box. Yep. So it's just like yep. okay. <laughs> Whatever, I guess. <laughs> he even looked at me before because he, he got the PR notification before the game. He was like, somebody's getting called up and watch it be Bergeron. <laughs> and all of a sudden he gets that notification. He's like, I got all the way out here to watch my guy play. And this is what happens. <laughs> the hockey the hockey guys are not smiling on Andrew Rinaldi that day. No, not that day. No, not that not. day. <laughs> but Zach, um, where, right. can, where can our friends find you? Well, I'm, I'm everywhere and everywhere, apparently, too. So you can't get rid of me that easily. Um, if you want to follow me, which if you do, <laughs> great. If not, I don't blame you. Um, you can follow me on. <laughs> you can follow me on X. At, I don't think um, need to say anything. Like, he's roasting himself. <laughs> I, it makes it so easy. It's one true Zach. It's, and it's spelled out the number one. Not the, or, yeah. O-N-E. O-N-E. Not, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. number. Not the number. I mean, it is the number, but it's spelled out. It's not the number. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can find me there on Twitter. One true Zach. Only true Zach. It's spelled out, but it's not the number one itself. Oh my gosh. Uh, Instagram side is Zach Armour and 22. More of the hobby stuff. Um, if you want to follow my writing as well. Oh my uh, gosh, you write too? 
Wow. Whoa. News I didn't flash. know that. Where do you write, Zach? <laughs> what do you write about? <laughs> I don't interrupt you guys when you do this thing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I also the, said like two things. <laughs> all the, the gang, the gang is also back together to roast me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be prepared. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. Where do you I write? Feel, <laughs> I wear the field pass hockey where I cover the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. And if you want to check that out, it's FPH Swamp Rabbits. And I also write for the hockey writers. So. If you want to go check that out, I have a link tree in my bio where you can find all of my what articles. What team do you cover with the hockey writers? It's kind of important. I was getting there if you let me just get there. Gosh darn it. I covered the they have to go click. They have to go click on his link tree to figure it out. <laughs> Hashtag surprise. <laughs> I cover the Carolina Hurricanes over there at the Hockey Raiders. He's credentialed. He's important, guys. Wow. <laughs> you know <laughs> what is happening right now? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Anyway, thanks guys. for tuning in today, guys. <laughs> this is the longest outro because you guys won't just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's our. It's our. Yep. It's all I'm making this long. <laughs> Until uh, next anyway. week. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Until next week, that's... I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. <laughs> and happy Halloween. Yes. Happy Halloween. Go enjoy your nights. Be safe. Uh, eat lots of candy, but don't get cavities. Um, go watch Friends in honor of Matthew Perry. Uh, may he rest in peace. Um, I will be chilling with hot cocoa after this episode because it's cold as heck out here. Anyway. <laughs> Have a spooky week and let's go Kings. We'll see you next time <laughs> at the search. Have a great week, guys.